Today's episode is with Clarita Escalante. I've met her through mutual friends. We have a lot of mutual friends and mutual coaches that we've worked with, and we've always been parallel. So she is a certified transformational nutrition health coach, and she's also the host of her own podcast, The Clarita Escalante Show, and what I really love about this is that she does some of her episodes in Spanish, which is so fucking cool to me. You can be eating all the healthy food. You can be doing all the exercise. But if you're not in peace with yourself, if you're not content with yourself, happy with yourself, um, you're really not healthy overall. Hello, lady, and welcome back to the Just Realized podcast. It's your host, Katie, here. Super excited to have you. I am so excited for this episode. It is like, what? There's only going to be three more episodes for the rest of the year. I can't believe it. I'm so fucking pumped. So that being said, today I have an amazing guest interview episode for you. Um, If you're ready to be inspired, if you're ready to hear a story from another amazing woman just like you, just like me, then you are in the right place. I'm super excited for today's episode, and it's definitely going to be one that resonates, that hits home, and really gets you thinking about your life and how intentional you are with it. And I remember a couple of years ago when I I started really doing the self-development work and investing in myself and joining different communities. And people would talk about creating their days and being intentional with their lives and things like, and I know I say this myself all the time too, and things like if you don't schedule your day, someone's going to schedule it for you. And that shit used to trigger the absolute living shit out of me. And it still does sometimes if I'm completely honest, but Today on the pod, when you listen to this episode, I think it's going to really put some things in perspective for you. So if you're new, thank you so much for being here. And if you're one of my down since the beginning, babes, I love you so much. And um, yeah, today's episode is going to be fucking killer. As always, we're pretty consistently fucking killer over here with the badass babes that um, show up on the podcast because at the end of the day, what I'm realizing is we're all badass babes and there's not a fucking shortage of us. And um, we're all amazing in our own ways. No matter what you are doing, you are a leader in your life. And that's something that's come up for me a lot lately around being a business owner and social media and like cancel culture, <laughs> always canceling something and someone's frame of mind and someone's values and what makes someone tick. And I've really had to really think about the things that trigger me. And just because someone doesn't resonate with something doesn't mean that I don't have to. So if it makes me work and if it feels good for me, then it does, right? We're all of different generations. We're all of different upbringings. We're all of different experiences. And what you hear on this podcast, if it resonates with you, fucking yes, I am so glad. Send me a message. Let me know. If it doesn't resonate with you, 
then let it go. Just let it go. But just remember that even when someone doesn't resonate with you, there's always, or a message that someone that you like is sharing that doesn't resonate with you, there's always like a lesson to be learned in there. And one of two things could be happening. One is simply just is fucking against everything that you know to be true. Fine. We all have different truths that we live by and that we're comfortable with. Let it roll. Also, what's been coming up for me lately, and that something that's been big for me over the last uh, two years, is that it might be triggering me a little bit because it's something that I need to look at, and it's something I've shoved down really deep and I haven't been willing to look at. And the fun part about being a human is we don't really know which one it is, and we get to figure it out and discern it. But the reason I'm kind of mentioning that right now, obviously, is because it's been coming up for me lately. And as we head in and wind down these last like three weeks of the year, it's the best time. Oh, I got the chills. It's the best time to think about that and reflect. And I fucking am so excited for this time of year to reflect, to shut down, because you can use these last couple of weeks to make or break you. You can use it to fuck off on social media and drown out and numb the feelings Or you can use it to go deep inside yourself and just vision and imagine and play and get creative. Like, I'm not asking you to, like, do anything special. I'm not asking you ever to do anything. I'm not inviting you to do anything major. I'm just planting a seed for something for you to think about is that's why I'm so pumped about this episode and the next couple of episodes that I have coming out as we wind down this year and end it with a bang. And with that being said, today's episode is with Clarita Escalante. I've met her through mutual friends. We have a lot of mutual friends and mutual coaches that we've worked with, and we've always been parallel. Kind of, it makes me think about kids and when they're little. Um, for my moms out there, like, what is it like when they're two or three? They call it parallel play, where they play beside each other, but like, don't touch my shit, <laughs> right? Like, don't touch my toys. You could be beside me playing your own toys, but don't touch me. Not that Clarita, uh, not that Clarita and I were doing that, but we were like parallel playing, and we know a lot of the people, same people, and we just didn't ever know each other because we had never been in the same place at the same time. I'll just never forget one day I was in the car line. Ah, if you follow me on social, you know about the car line Um, and the car line picking up one of my kids. And I was like, you know what? Like something of hers just popped up or somebody mentioned her. And it was like she had just come up so many times in that week. And I was like, you know what? I'm just going to fucking send her a goddamn random ass cold DM and just be like, hey, I know you don't really know me. You might know of me because I know of you. But like. I think you, I think we should connect. I just had this gut feeling like I think you should just come on the podcast. And I went with it. And it's been amazing. And I learned a lot from her and I continue to learn a lot from her. And we're developing an amazing relationship. Um, It never ends with just the podcast recording. I was actually just on her podcast. Now she's on my podcast. And we talk um, a lot. And I see a strong, powerful future for us. So she is a certified transformational nutrition health coach. And she's also the host of her own podcast, The Clarita Escalante Show. And what I really love about this is that she does some of her episodes in Spanish, which is so fucking cool to me. Um, I love when people just like lean in and do the things that no one else is fucking doing. And I think that's really fucking amazing. I think it's she talks about it on the episode. I think it's like once a month. Not really sure. 
Um, I can't remember because we talk so much now. So, but what moved me and why I want this episode to come out now is her story. And she talks about it a lot, but it's her story from the moment she found out she had breast cancer to where she is now. And she gets really open and really vulnerable and really deep around it. And health is, oh my God, it's so cliche, but health is wealth. And also, if you know me, my son broke his clavicle last week, and I've talked about that in my stories and stuff. It shifts everything. And there's always super, super amazing positive things that come out of really big health scare moments um, for those who are fortunate enough um, to navigate through it. There's always a big learning. There's always a big blessing. And she really talks about that. And she really goes deep on the moment where she realized that her life was not her life and that she was living someone else's life. And she talks about that. And it was never easy. It's never easy, right? And I I talk about this and it's hard. If you've been listening to the podcast for a long time, you know, right? If you've listened to this podcast, this podcast has literally documented my journey of two years of just not knowing who the fuck I was, to losing my job, to figuring out, coming back to myself, to starting the business, and not just starting a business, the business, the business that I was always supposed to be doing when I was 18 and some fucking how I knew, because I don't believe that everyone knows at 18 when you're going to college and you're making a fucking decision of like, what do you want to do for the rest of your life? I fucking hate that. I always hated it. But some part of me knew at 18, because I was so clear, I was so connected, that style and fashion had a role and a huge purpose in my life. I just didn't know what it was then. So if you listen to this podcast and you can just hear the journey and the messy, 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 messiness of my life. I'm trying to be super vulnerable. I try to share everything because those are the parts I feel like everyone misses. And this literally is part of what's had me triggered over the last two weeks is fucking social media and showing up and the pressure to show up and to like the highlight reel. And that's why I like podcasting so much, right? Because I can come on here and I can say, oh my God, last week I was fucking losing my mind on social media. It sucked. And I can share, I can share the stories of like the miscarriage, all my super raw emotions, and then share like, how did I come out of that? Or maybe I'm still in it, but obviously I'm not on the microphone crying, but I'm, well, except for that one episode. (laughs) But I can kind of share the story along the way. And that's what's so powerful about this. So I want you to really tune in and listen to her story, take it in. And I guess what I'm trying to say is it doesn't always have to be a major, major life moment. We each have the opportunity right now to shift. Oh, I got the chills again. To shift, to ask ourselves, what do we want in our lives? My November monthly roundup, I quoted um, James Clear's Atomic Habit books, and I will fuck up the quote, but just stick with me. He said that like vague dreams are the killer of having amazing days. We don't have amazing days because our dreams are so vague. We don't know what we want. And how can we plan our day, our week, our month if we don't know what the dream is that we want? And if you're like me, we I have vague dreams because I don't know what I want sometimes. But what I've realized is I don't let myself 
dream. I don't let myself plan. I don't let myself think that those things are capable. Sometimes I don't let those things into my vortex universe. I don't even let myself see them. That's why whenever I work with clients, we all do this in so many areas of our life. Whenever I work with clients and they come to me and they're like, I just don't know what my style is or my favorite is I don't have a style. Literally everyone has a style. Just like you have a personality, you are you. It's a direct reflection. Your style is a direct reflection of that. I always do as cheesy as it is. This is why Pinterest is amazing. I want you to go on Pinterest and look and tell me what you like. Who is your style icon? Who in this world dresses in a way that resonates with you. Let yourself dream. Let yourself see. Let those images come into your consciousness so that you can start to create the life. And I'm not saying that you need to mimic those people or any of those things you find, but you are going to find bits and pieces of yourself when you let yourself visualize and dream and step out. Then you can start to understand and form your dreams. And nothing's wrong with picking a dream and then going after that dream. And then along the way, being like, mm, no, don't like that. I mean, I am full-blown mansion like that. I don't know if you guys are into human design when it comes to changing my mind. And like one second, I'm a quick decision maker, right? So one second, I'm like, this is the best thing ever. We're doing this. Then I go through a couple of days or situations and I'm like, mm, maybe that wasn't exactly what I want to do, but it helps me make decisions really quickly for myself because I'm constantly making decisions. I'm constantly learning and evaluating and the biggest thing I've learned in running a business is that you have to stay curious and none of it's personal, right? It, it all is and it all isn't at the same time. So anyways, again, super long intro, way to say Clarita's amazing. Her message is amazing. Tune in, listen to her story from being diagnosed to breast cancer to becoming the certified transformational health coach what holistic health is for you, her journey out of victim mode. Oh my God, talk about something I resonated with for years. I think victim mode is the number one killer of everything. And that's a whole nother episode. And listen to her journey from that into launching her beautiful fucking journals that literally just came out last week. I ordered mine on Amazon. I don't have it. But the reason I love that she did a journal is because she put and birthed something tangible into the world. And I just think that's so amazing. So anyways, check it out. We talk about all the things. We talk about holistic health. Of course, we talk about style and fashion. Um, she loves it as much as I do. I ask her about her favorite resources. We get into really, really good, specific, tangible takeaways, which is something I'm trying to get better at. Um, and my pockets and my interviewing is like getting down to the nitty gritty because I want specifics. I want to know what you're doing, where you got it, what time do you do it, how long does it last, what does it taste like, what does it smell like, tell me. So then I can go out and decide, do I like those same things? And if not, tweak it a little bit. And that's what makes it Katie's version of it. So I hope you enjoyed today's episode. As we wind down the rest of the year, the next two episodes, I'm really excited, are going to be like level setting, an end of year wrap up with my favorite mm, takeaways from 2021 that have helped to me that I plan to take into 2022 with me on focus and being intentional. I feel really, really aligned right now. I've had a lot of aha moments over the last couple of weeks, I think coming out of the miscarriage, sharing the story with you guys, 
getting clear, getting my cycle back, maybe my hormones are back, who the fuck knows, <laughs> getting really, really clear in some hard ass money conversations that I've had to have with my husband. Um, not that they were hard between him and I, because I was having such a hard time unraveling the story of who I was as a corporate Oh, what's the word? As just a corporate woman making a certain amount of money consistently for a really long time and then learning how to manage the highs and lows of business income. Um, it's pretty fucking stellar. So really, at the end of the day, it's the, the conversation around receiving and allowing support, which oof, burns me to my ass, literally. Something I am not good at. And I've had to really understand and go deep, deep, deep to get back to myself. So the next couple episodes, you can look for that. And then what do you know? Babes, we will be in 2022. And I'm super fucking pumped because in my mind, it's going to be amazing because 22 is 1111. And if you know me, you know, that's my number. That's my jam. So I'm sorry for the fucking podcast intro (laughs) before you even get to the episode. But with no further ado, enjoy Clarita and her amazing message, and I will see you on the other side. Peace out. Hello, lady, and welcome back to the podcast. I have another really awesome guest for you today. Today, I have Clarita Escalante on the show. She's a certified transformational nutrition health coach. You know, I'm obsessed with this kind of stuff, because I have to be honest, eating is where I get the most overwhelmed in this space, but it's something I'm constantly working on as far as my uh, wellness journey. And she is the host of the Clarita Escalante show. And I'm so excited for you to be here today on the show, Clarita. Thank you. Oh my God. Thank you so much for having me. I'm just so excited to be here and have, you know, an amazing conversation with you. Me too. And do you know, what's really funny. I was thinking about you and I was thinking about how like we really kind of started talking and it's something that my husband is really, really good at and I have avoided for so many years of my life. But now that I'm working from home by myself a ton, (laughs) I'm a little bit more braver about this. And I've made some really good friends this way is... We know each other. Well, actually, we didn't know each other. We knew a lot of the same people. And we were like very, uh, what is it, like parallel. Like we moved in these parallel circles. Like we had the same business coach at different times. We have a lot of the same business friends in different spaces. But we didn't actually know each other, even though I believe that we were following each other. And they're like, you know what? I'm just going to send her a message. I'm just going to slip into her freaking DMs and just be like, you know what, boo, it's time for us to like meet and chat and um, catch up on the podcast. And I just can't express enough how important community is and how like you can meet the most amazing people and you can really develop awesome relationships by just like sending those crazy ass like, hey, I know you don't know me, but we should be friends. <laughs> Yeah. And I was actually funny that you said that because you were on my radar because people were, you know, they were talking about you, obviously in in an amazing way. And I was like, I need need to reach out to this Katie. And when you reach out, I was like, oh my God, the universe. (laughs) Yes. I love that. I love when that happens. And it's usually just like that. Because like I said, I'm pretty sure I've been following you for a while. And um, 
it was just like, you know, you just never slow down. But I'm trying to get really intentional about when I think of someone or someone keeps coming up with for me to just reach out to them because that's kind of like following your gut instinct, right? Like this person yes. somehow is attracting me and I'm attracting them. So with all that being said, why don't you introduce yourself and um, just let everyone know what you're all about? Yeah. Well, before I introduce myself, I just want to say thank you so much for having me here and for um, having this conversation with me. Um, I really appreciate you. And then uh, one thing, I'm going to start with this. Um, I really am so envious of you in a good way, because <laughs> all of my life, I have been wanting to be a fashion designer. <laughs> I'm just so in love uh, with clothes, with makeup, with accessories. I mean, all of my life. That is just something that whenever I feel down, it's something that I that I utilize to, you know, just feel better. So I appreciate the job that you do. It's just so amazing because that is part of being healthy. You know, um, it's not just you can be eating all the healthy food. You can be doing all the exercise. But if you're not in peace with yourself, if you're not content with yourself, happy with yourself, um, you're really not healthy overall. And that's exactly what I do. I'm a... Um, I'm a transformation nutrition health coach. I'm also certified in holistic nutrition and health. And what I do, coming back to, to your question, answering your question, is I help women build simple and actionable habits that will um, help them accomplish to live a lifetime um, to obtain, you know, a, a healthy lifestyle to obtain that optimal health. And it's not about, um, you know, give me the next recipe or give me the next diet. It's about building a foundation so you can go back to your environment and you can continue on with these uh, habits. And health looks so different on everyone. So um, I just got help you guide you um, based on your goals and needs um, so you can obtain that optimal health. I love that. And you're amazing. And I do like your recipes. I know you said it's not just the next recipe, but I have been saving your recipes. Yeah. I have that quinoa <laughs> one ready to go. Um, thank you so much. I believe in everything you just said, but thank you so much about speaking my love language with the clothes and fashion and like side note, but maybe there's a partnership in the future there for us to do something yes. together, a total wellness, a a true holistic approach um, yes. outside matching the inside. That sounds amazing. So I know you have a really, really powerful story and a journey on why this sits with you and resonates with you so much. Do you mind sharing? I have the chills. Do you mind sharing a little bit about your journey and kind of how you got here today and why this is so important to you? Yes. Um, thank you for asking. I approximately over three years ago, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. And taking you back to, to that time, I was just living this corporate life, busy, doing, 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 and not really being, you know, not really being present, not really just, I was just letting life taking me all over the place and everyone as well. And I was just living in this life of busyness. And um, I went to do my yearly mammogram. 
And it was towards the end of 2017. And I went and did the exam. They contact me several times over the phone. I ignore all of the phone calls. I'm like, well, they're probably just, you know, marketing or something like that. I don't have time for this. And then they sent a letter a few weeks later. And that was at the beginning of 2018. And the letter said, to just get back to them. And that's where my journey started. Um, they said there was something abnormal and they wanted to look further. So the testing began at that point. There were several uh, exams that I had and um, I was just in denial. I knew, you knew, you know when there's something going on inside yourself. I knew there was something going on. I knew there was something wrong, but I was just avoiding it. Like I have avoided so many things in my life in the past. And I I just went for a second opinion and, and did all the testing all over again. And it, they came back the same. And um, they referred me over to a oncologist. And it was a Friday night. And it was the latest appointment he had. And um, basically, he told me, you have breast uh, cancer. So you're, you have cancer, basically. And I just couldn't believe it. I just felt like I, I was living like an auto... How would I say? Um, I was just looking at myself like from a third person. And I was just like, oh my God, just looking at myself, just being really at awe. I was just... I froze. And then he said, we need to get you into surgery as soon as possible to avoid going from this stage to this stage. And my response to him was, um, let me think about it and let me come back in about six months. And he just looks at me like, Carita, I don't think you understand. And I said, well, let me just think about it. I'm in the middle of training and blah, 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 you know. And, and he said, um, I don't think I under, you understand. Let me repeat it all over again. And um, it was a Friday night. And then he told me, I can get you into surgery. I can move some appointments and I can get you into surgery on Monday. And I just couldn't believe it. I was in shock. Um, I ended up agreeing before I left the, the room. He gave me in a little post-it note, his cell phone. And he said, here's my cell phone, Clarita, in case you have any questions. And I grabbed the phone, the phone number, I left. And when I got in the car, that hit me. And I was crying so hard all the way to my home. And it was that ugly cry that even your jaw hurts. They just can't cry anymore. And I was just like, it I, It was in desperation, to be honest with you. I knew that it was coming. And that was the realization of, you know, what was going on. So I just couldn't believe it. And by this time, I haven't even told any, anything to, to my family. Hmm. So, and I, and I looking back, I think is because I was avoiding that. I was in denial of that. And that's the reason why I, I didn't want to worry them. My oldest daughter was in college about to graduate. So I didn't want to worry her. My other daughter just entered college at that point. So I didn't want to just bring, you know, this news. 
And um, I sit down. It was a Friday night. And I said, I'm going to surgery on Monday. And they're like, what? And um, it was just so emotional. And on Sunday, I actually called the oncologist. And I said, you know what? I'm going to think about it. I really need to sit with this decision. And he told me, that's why I gave you my phone number. <laughs> because I, he said, people have two reactions most of the time. One where they're just crying in front of me. The second one is it's something similar to yours where there's no reaction. There's really no reaction. And, that, and that's why I gave you my phone number. And um, so we ended up talking for a few minutes and I ended up moving forward with the surgery. And then coming out of surgery, I was, after surgery, I was in a victim mode for almost a year, Katie, mm. of just saying, feeling sorry for myself and asking myself, why me? Asking like God, you know, the universe, you know, there's other people, you know, that are, worse than me. <laughs> I'm not that bad. Why, why did it happen to me? And just really being like very, I would say mad, upset. I had fear. I had overwhelm. And then I was looking at my body and it looked different. Mm. So, you know, the cancer always leaves so many scars. And some of them are physically where you can see that your body looks different after surgery. And then emotional. And those are the hardest ones, I think, because you really have to do the deep work in order to be able to get out of that victim mode. So after a year of sitting in that victim mode, I decided to do something about it. And I started um, studying nutrition. I, um, I faxed or I did all the the background behind it and said, hey, I have this college um, credits. What can I do to come back to school? And is there any way we can, you know, we can continue on my education. So went back to school, graduated um, and got all of my certifications. And I thought at that point, Katie, nutrition was going to save it all. I said, I'm never going to hear this word cancer again. And this is going to be my saver nutrition. And nutrition is so important. But to my surprise, it was the beginning. And um, movement is important. But most importantly is your inner peace. Oh. And that's when I noticed that um, nutrition and exercise are important, but they're just part of it. And um, I started studying more of holistic nutrition and more of holistic wellness and health. And then I realized that I, I wasn't in peace with myself, that if I continue this way, I was going to end up in the same place all over again. And I, when, when I was a child, I went through a lot of trauma. Um, emotional trauma and sexually trauma. And I never deal with that. Never. And everything came back to the surface when I was diagnosed with cancer. Mm -hmm. And I knew that I needed to heal that. And I did a lot of work of um, specifically an inner child. And I worked through all of that trauma 
that I have never told anybody that I have never dealt with that. And I think when you're a child, you grow up and then as an adult, you bring all of those insecurities, all of that fear with you. And then you create this adult (laughs) that is living actually in a child, you know, world inside. And I, I said, well, you know, my journey is taking me somewhere. It is eating the healthy foods you know, doing the movement, but also working on myself internally. And I started doing meditation, you know, having some sort of awareness in my life because I don't believe I I had this awareness that I have now. And um, in journaling, have done wonders in my life and combining it with nutrition and movement and all of this education, that's when I start seeing the needle moving forward to achieve that journey to health that I was searching for. So now in my business, I know that, um, I mean, don't get me wrong, I think diets have a place and I love recipes, obviously, I share them a lot, (laughs) but I feel that in order to achieve that optimal health, you really need to build a foundation and you really, um, I call it holistic health for the fact that um, holistic means your whole entire body. And you can't do one without the other one because the whole entire body is connected. So if we're you know, if we're doing some sort of uh, meditation, journaling, or even if you can't be sitting with yourself, you know, for five minutes or one minute even, just do a walk meditation or even a run meditation, some sort of meditation that brings you to the present and then brings um, some awareness in your life. You're going to get so much insight from your life and then incorporate it, you know, eating healthy, exercise and all of that. That is exactly what is going to bring you that optimal health that you're looking for. And now I'm sharing it with others. I mean, this was so successful on my own journey that um, now I'm bringing it to my clients. And um, in in my opinion, that is the way to, to get to that place that I am now. That's amazing. So such a good story. Thank you so much for sharing and going to that level and being vulnerable. I love that, that you're speaking to my soul. I get really vulnerable on the show and share lots of th- deep things that are going on. Um, Cause that helps me heal too. And that's been part of my holistic journey is just sharing those parts of myself that feel like they're just too scary to share. So thank you so much. So I have a question. And the thing that came up for me is when you were talking in the beginning about so many things, but you were talking in the beginning about just like living in this corporate life and letting life happen to you. Mm-hmm. And then you get the cancer diagnosis, which obviously turned life on its head as you knew it. And you lived in victim mode for a year. Oh, I'd love to talk about this because, oh, girl, I love to play the victim. I love to be the victim. I've loved to play the victim in my marriage. That was like (laughs) my favorite thing to do. Not anymore, not anymore, but used to be one of my favorite things to do. When you were in the victim mode, were you still in corporate America? Or at this point, have you already decided to leave and just kind of figure out what life meant to you? I was still in corporate America. And, um, and you know what, to be honest with you, I 
say often that I was in a victim mode for a year, but looking back, Katie, I was in a victim mode for my whole entire life. Same. <laughs> yeah. I was just, you know, feeling a victim for everything. And, and I was just, I just felt that things were just happening to me. You know, it's like, look at again, here I am again and look at in this and, and just looking for proof of all of those things. And obviously now my life is so different in just the way that I approach things. And obviously I'm a work in progress as well. Yeah. I mean, my old self comes, uh, Sometimes and I'm just like ah, but now I have that awareness and the tools to get me back on track. Yes, so good. So I'm really curious. Um, you talked about holistic health being like the whole self, and I do think it's super important. And that was really a new concept for me. Like I've heard of it, I knew what it was, but I would say it wasn't until 2019 when I really started to have that aha moment of myself. So if someone comes to you and they're like, I don't know where to start, but I love everything you're saying and you're saying all the right things. Where do you typically start the journey with your clients or do you start with a little bit of everything? Do you focus on the one area that you think they'll see the most growth in so that they can move to another area? How do you like to approach it based on like your personal experience and then now working with other women or other clients? Yeah, I really start at the foundational level, which is your why. Why is it you want to make this change? Either by, you know, either losing weight or implementing an, a movement exercise or workout um, habit. In any change that they come to me, I I focus on the why. Why is it you want to do this? Why is that? Um, why is so important to you? And the reason why, Katie, is because we want all these changes, but we don't make the space for it. Mm -hmm. And then we want all these changes that sometimes are things that we want because we're comparing ourselves to others. And, and, and I'm not saying all the time, but what I see a lot is that when I ask the why, they can tell me the reason, you know, I want this and I want this. But when I ask the why, there is a, a blank stare or a pause. And for me, for example, um, by listening to my story, you know that it's my health and the ability to be able to, to go with my daughters. They love hiking, being able to, you know, if they invite me that I can go and bomb with them in the, in the way that they want to and have that ability. And I'm not saying about having a six pack or having this, and, and those are good things, but just having that mobility and that health and that wellness in order to say, yes, I'll go uh, to a hike with you guys. And so the why is so important because we're going to have um, challenging days, all of us. And it's so important to know your why. So when you're having those challenging days, um, you remember really why is the reason that I'm waking up every day and going for a walk or for a run or to the gym or whatever it is, or eating five days healthy, you know, meals. And once we establish that why, then we move into mindset and establishing habits. Then I educate him in nutrition and how does nutrition looks like? How does a balanced plate looks like? So when you go out to the store or when you go to a restaurant, 
you have some sort of general knowledge on what to order or what to buy. And then um, my last pillar, there's four pillars. And the last pillar is movement, how to establish a movement routine. And I'm not talking about going to the gym for an hour. And if that's your cup of tea, that's amazing. But I think we complicate our lives so much sometimes saying, I have to go to the gym and I have to do this exercise and I have to... No, you don't have to. All you have to do is look at your life. And that is one thing that I do focus on and said, okay, what is the time or what is the season that you are on? If you have little ones and you can't go to the gym for an hour, okay, what can I do? Can I do 15 minutes of walking in the morning? Can I do 15 minutes midday of jumping on the trampoline? Can I mean, there's just so much we can do. And in my opinion, you don't need a gym. Your body is the gym. Oh, that's so amazing. I love that you said you tap into the lifestyle and to give yourself grace and like, this is where I'm at. This is the season I'm in. That's a big part of what I try to do with women in their closets. It's like, what is your lifestyle and does your closet re- reflect that? And what's the lifestyle that's one step ahead of like where you want to be, right? Yes. So like going to the gym is five steps ahead <laughs> for me because my kids are little, but maybe going for walks for 30 minutes is that one next step. And it's like, okay, how do we get to that next step? I love that. Your yes. body is the gym. Mm-hmm. Thank you. That's so powerful. And how has, so one of the reasons I was super interested in talking to you about this is I learned in 2018 or 19, I think it was 2018, uh, that I'm only as good as my physical health, right? And my mental, the whole thing, like your holistic body. I remember I was having a particularly hard time at work with a new boss, CEO, or new organization, like management organization. And I was having a really, really hard time. And I was like pep talking myself in the mirror. Like I'll never forget the day. I was like pep talking myself in the mirror. And I was like, Katie, if you don't calm down, your body is going to calm you down. And this is at 6 a.m. By 7 p.m. that night, I was getting emergency surgery for my appendix. It was like the weirdest fucking woman's intuition. Like I knew that like, if I didn't fucking get my shit together real quick, like my body, she was like, Oh boo, I got you. Like you going to slow down. Or I'm going to make you <laughs> slow down, honey. Um, and that was like this big moment for me of like twisting, but it still took me a while though, to like get it together and say like, this is what I wanted to do. And then COVID and then starting my business, I was like, Oh my God, like, I am only as good as the way I'm treating my body, the way I'm eating, the way I'm moving and the things I'm doing. So like, if I show up with a client, I'm only as good as like the last meal I ate or, or the last thing I did to make myself feel good physically. And I think we just, like you said, like we just let life happen to us and we just keep moving. And that was one of my biggest takeaways from being a business owner is, I was like, I can come up with every strategy. I can hire every person. I can be as talented as I want to be, have as much confidence and take action all day long. But if I didn't eat, sleep, hydrate, like you're still not getting the best version of me. Yeah. How has that shown up for you as A, that started as like this passion of yours out of need and necessity sort of, but then you realize how it has changed your life because you reached inner peace, which is something I think like a lot of people are always looking for on some level. And we probably always will, right? Like you said, it's a work Mm -hmm. in progress, 
But then how did you start to translate that into, yes, it's the business. Yes, it's the thing that you teach other women. But how do you use it every day as this badass business owner to show up and like, so maybe you start the story with like, so you left corporate America and now you're doing this. (laughs) Like, how did you even, what were some of the things that you followed or how does that show up for you every day in your life? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think our bodies are just this amazing, incredible machines. I call it um, that are so smart. They give us clues every single day, every single day. They let us know. You know, they always let us know by a form of a headache, by a form of a feeling, you know, overwhelmed, sad, happy, um, by something. They always are letting us know. They're always talking to us, Katie, all nonstop. And what happened to me prior to my cancer diagnosis, I was ignoring all that talk. And now in which is still a work in progress and it has, I mean, it has been almost um, a little bit over two years that I have been on this process. So it's not easy. Um, well, it's simple, but not easy. Oh, I love that saying. <laughs> I love that saying. Because <laughs> it's so simple. It's just, you look at it and you're like, oh, anybody can do this. And then, yeah. That easy part is consistency, you know? Can you be consistent? And finding ways, don't get discouraged if journaling is not your thing, if, you know, meditation is not your thing, if whatever um, tool that you want in order to obtain um, awareness is not your thing, look for something, keep keep searching, keep trying new things. It's going to take time. So what happened to me, I started implementing um, tools to bring awareness because I knew that if I did that, it was going to be part of my journey to health. And the way that I did was um, uh, reading more, spending time with myself, without phones, without reading a book, without... um, you know, listening to a podcast, just really sitting with myself and just listening or going for a walks and really being present on that walk, looking at the uh, tree, the leaves moving, the sky, the people walking, listening to the birds. I mean, all of that stuff. And then journaling. Journaling has been, oh my God, one of the top things um, on my list. And I do them every single day. And I don't take a lot of time. I don't take a lot of time. I I be with myself for a minute, and I literally put the st- the the watch timer, the yeah, timer, the timer. Mm-hmm. the timer, and then I go on to read a book, and then from there I start journaling, and getting my head is so busy <laughs> all the time, and brain dumping all that stuff into paper. And then having some questions to really organize those thoughts um, probably takes me like no more than 10 minutes. And obviously I started probably like with a minute and I'm up to 10 minutes and having an intention for the day, like what is that I want to accomplish this day? And then moving a little bit, like going for a walk, taking my dog for a walk or something. And that's how I start my morning. And it might sound a lot, but it doesn't take me that long. And that has actually gave me so much awareness and peace in my life. Mm. 
I feel like we're the same person right now, Clarita. The very <laughs> similar morning routine, but I journal first before I read. But I'm like, I actually was thinking like, should I start journaling second? Because after I read, I always have so many good ideas. So I must do two journal sessions. It's kind of weird. <laughs> um, let's talk about journaling because yes. I know you're a big fan and you have some exciting news in that space. But I just want to say before we talk about that, like I have literally uncovered parts of me I didn't even know existed through journaling. And yes. I would be the first one to say like the first time someone said this to me, I was like, you're stupid. This is dumb. <laughs> like, I don't want to <laughs> do it. And then same thing. Like I set a timer and then I'll be like, there's no way I could just write my feelings for five minutes or 10 minutes. Like this is dumb. And then the first time maybe I struggled, I can't even remember anymore. Cause now I'm addicted to it. It's been a couple of years, but it's like, then when the timer goes off, I'm like, please don't let the timer go off. Cause like, I will get into such a flow yes. and I've shared this with my audience. It's like, we went through, um, we had a unexpected pregnancy and then I lost it. And I shoved those feelings so far down. Like, cause I was not focused on how I felt about it. I was focused on everyone in my house and how they reacted to it. And my feelings were really scary around it because I had a lot of really big feelings. Journaling is finally what broke me out of it. And it took me about a month before I'd even let myself journal on it. But journaling broke me out of it and gave yes. me like a clarity and a peace and an understanding and like a way to move forward and unlocked things like I didn't even know about myself. And that's happened time and time and again. Um but that was the most recent one that I know people can relate to and understand that I had listened to that um, episode where I was really open about that journey. So like, I truly a thousand percent believe in the power of journaling. And um, just one other example, like when my grandmother passed away in COVID, we couldn't have, it was in the beginning of COVID. So like, no one knows the rules yet. Like people's heads are <laughs> popping off and literally one of my favorite humans in the whole world. And um, I truly believe that like we came, we agreed to come here at the same time together and that she's always with me. I was like, how do I honor her? And I journaled and wrote her a letter and I had so much freaking peace with that. It was better than any funeral service. In that moment, I realized that funeral services are for absolutely a thousand percent for the people who are living. It's just like our way to process our emotions. Um, so all that being said, I'm really just trying to cast a light on how important I really, really think journaling is. And I believe you, that you do too. So tell us a little bit about your journal. Like you are coming out with your own journals, right? Are they ready? Are they out? Tell me about them. What's in them? How do we do them? Like all of the things. Let's talk about journals. Yeah. Um, well, journaling has been such an amazing tool in my life and in my journey to health. And I had such a resistance at the beginning. Um, I know you and I know Amanda Walker yes. and she's huge on journaling. And Amanda said, just, just journal. When I had a question, it was like, just journal. And I was like, what? You didn't <laughs> tell me the answer? <laughs> like, what, what am mean? I here for? <laughs> yeah. It's like, aren't you my coach? And I was just like, seriously, I was thinking, and I told her this before. I was just like journaling. And I just had such a resistance because I never, I never had time to myself. I mean, we say we do self-care and all these things, which is amazing, but I never, you know, really sit down with my thoughts. And um, 
lot. So for those that are listening and have a resistance around that, I was at that place. But once I give it a break, um, once I give it a chance, I, oh my God, it has been one of the most, I would say the number one thing that have um, healed so much of my trauma, childhood trauma, and that have brought so much awareness. And now that I'm building my business and sharing my journey with others and taking clients, I said, I just can't um, ignore, you know, the big piece, the big tool that have taken me to this place. And um, I created my own journal. I, um, it, which is a journal and a planner and it's called the wellness journal and it's going to be available for anyone to buy December 1st of this year, 2021. And you can purchase it through my website on December 1st or through Amazon. And, um, it's, it's an overall journal. It's going to, um, there's some, uh, prompts that um, that I included in those prompts, I actually journal every single day. And then there is also a section for goals. So you mm. can set your intentions. And then there's a daily, um, there's a daily activity that you do, three things to focus, a space so you can put all your appointments for the rest of the day, and then a section for notes in case you're, you know, you need to put some notes for the grocery store or a business, uh, you know, meeting that you have or something. And then there is a weekly also um, reflection, which, and and that is so important to bring gratitude to this because I think sometimes we do all these amazing things and we really don't take the time to celebrate. Oh, now you're speaking to my soul. Yeah. Uh, that's how I really kind of started like on my podcast was like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing, but somebody said I should celebrate myself and I started doing, and I want to get back to this. This is why I'm like freaking out. I started doing this thing in my Facebook group called fuck yes Fridays. Like these are my fuck yes moments of the week. And I shared on Fridays with everybody. And like, it had kind of became a thing. And then I let it dwindle away because, you know, I let life get in the way, but I have it written down every day this week to like celebrate myself. And I think that's something that's so, so important. So yay. I'm glad that you said that. I'm glad that's part of it. Yeah. And I can't wait for it to be released and people to give me some feedback and, um, and that will be my first edition, um, December 1st. So I just can't wait to get it in people's hands and for them to start transforming their own lives. Okay. Well, I have very specific questions because I like specifics. So is it dated? Is it undated? <laughs> undated. Okay. Does it, so I can use it for all of 2022. Yes. Well, it's a 30 day, um, journal. Okay. So it's 30 days. Ooh, so like yeah, it's easy. I mean, I, I was thinking of doing a whole year and then I moved down to 90 and I said, you know what, what a great, um, I think when you, every 30 days, it's kind of like a reset button in my head yes. <laughs> and you get a new one and you get excited. And I have a four um, designs to choose from right now. I am working on two more. Yes. They're so, so cute. So um, yeah, it's a 30-day uh, wellness planner journal. I love that. You know why I like that? Because I think for 30 days, we can commit to almost anything. 
And you had mentioned habits, and I wanted to ask about habits, but that's a whole nother podcast episode in and of itself because I think <laughs> habits are so damn important. But I love that because, like, if someone's like, yeah, journaling's great, but I'll never do it, like, what a beautiful way to just say, okay, I've got this beautiful journey. I'm supporting another female entrepreneur, small business owner, woman, and I can commit to 30 days. And, like, there's no way that. I mean, there's a way, but most of us can say, okay, for 30 days and just like, see if it changes your life. Yeah. So I have a couple of really quick questions about it. Um, so you said that there's a section for like intentions and some journal prompts in there. Yes. How do you, I'm getting real specific and weird here because (laughs) I believe intentions. I believe everything is based on your intention. And I also believe that sometimes we move really, really fast and we forget to set intentions. Yes. In the, I've had a couple of times, a couple of people ask me, and then recently when I've been doing things, I had to slow myself down. Like when I freak out about something or I get too scared and I have to say, okay, Katie, what's your intention? But that in and of itself, sometimes I start to second guess, like, yes. is my intention good enough? <laughs> is this dumb? <laughs> is this even an intention? So like, can you, like, can you just give me a really good example, a super basic example for the woman like me, who's overthinking her intention sometimes, like, can an intention be anything? Like, what is it? <laughs> yes. And um, I think uh, we will live in this life of busyness. And we live in this life of comparison and um, just going along, you know, with the things that are that, that we are responsible for, like a job, the kids and everything. And we forget. And then by the end of the year or, you know, end of the month, you're thinking like, what did I accomplish? I was so busy and I didn't accomplish the things. And then you get this sense of uh, not enough, wow. not fulfilled. And you're like, why? And it's because we didn't set an intention. An intention, sometimes I think, don't overthink it. I would say for those that are listening, just set an intention. Sometimes my intention is to remember, Clarita, you have to take your supplements, <laughs> basically. And um, the intention sometimes is to be kind to others and be kind to myself. It can be as simple as that or as complicated as you want. But having an intention and doing 1% better every single day, like having at least one intention, by the end of the year, you're going to turn around by you know looking back 365 days and you're like, wow, I had 365 intentions that I set. And it could just be one. Yeah. And you're going to be a different person. That's so I true. guarantee you. That's so true. Well, for the record, because now everyone's like, Katie, you can't come up with an intention. The intention that I've been leaning into lately, probably for like the last couple of weeks, is let it be easy. Like every time I'm about to do something, I just say, Katie, and I'm talking to myself, like, let it be easy. Like when I'm recording a podcast, if I'm meeting someone new, if I'm going to a networking event, like just let it be easy. Don't put an outcome on it. Don't say like, oh, you have to hit this or, oh, you have to do that. Or you've got to, you know, post this many times. Like just let it be easy. Have fun with it because then it feels more authentic to me. Yes. And just imagine all the release that you're, you know, all those expectations that you're releasing by just letting it be easy. And even just thinking about it, even journaling, even writing, putting pen to paper, um, 
you're setting that intention in your in your body in the universe is like yes sir make it easy and and things start getting easier and your you know your your body starts relaxing and your body starts setting those intentions and then um the universe just sets the stage for that yes i believe that a thousand percent and something else that came up from you're talking about journaling, and I don't recommend this for your journals, but when we talk about like journaling your really your deepest, darkest feelings and uncovering them, those two times, those two times I mentioned earlier, I will pour my heart and soul out onto these papers. And another big fear, not really of mine, for me, it's become like a ritual or practice is, but if you're like, but what if my husband reads this? What if my kids read this? Burn that motherfucker. Okay. I go <laughs> to the fire pit. Don't do this with Clarita's journal. But with, the, with those dark, deep moments, I take it, I take those letters and I go to the fire pit and I just like burn them. Like the one specifically around um, having the miscarriage, like I wrote a letter to the baby spirit soul and I did ask my husband to come out to the fire pit with me. And he was like, okay, aren't you going to read it? No, dude. Like, you're lucky to be here with me. Like, just watch it. (laughs) But it was like a release of the emotion. And it was kind of like a signal to myself. Like, if I felt like I got to the core or or learned something out of that journal moment that like, okay, burning it was a kind of signal to me of like, okay, now you can release it. And something else will come up out of it. But that thing is releasable now. Yeah. And I, and I get a lot of questions around that. And to be honest with you, you can do what Katie does. And I think there's just so much, there's just so much good that can come off because there can be a significance to that, you know, burning, seeing it, seeing it burn and seeing it just disappear, you know, in pieces and just dissolve. And you then it, feels like probably you just press that reset button and you're moving, you're able to move forward. And to be honest with you, I think we give more importance that we have to, because I was thinking the same thing. Nobody cares. Yeah, they don't. They don't. Nobody cares. We care. But to be honest with you, nobody cares. I mean, they're, to be honest with you, nobody's going to go through our stuff and read it. I leave and, mine now on the bench, like in my living room. And I'm yes. like, Whoever is in our house, like, you know, I'll have people that help me out around the house and stuff like that. I'm like, they're probably reading my journals and I don't give a shit. Maybe they'll learn something. (laughs) (laughs) And they're probably, no, thank you. (laughs) They're like, I don't want to know what's going on in our mind. (laughs) Yes. I already have enough with her (laughs) that I don't want to know more. It's just like, I think we, um, that comes, you know, our, you know, self-absorption or or insecurity you know or um thinking about what others think of us and nobody cares so if you are listening and you want to start journaling you can either burn it or shred it or if that makes you feel better Mm -hmm. and if there's an intention for that but yeah nobody cares (laughs) (laughs) you are amazing important but not that important exactly (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah I just like the burning piece because for me it just kind of became like uh, just a way to honor and like I don't know if fire is really powerful and things like that but that's yeah and there's a significance to that yeah Mm -hmm. all right so I have Two quick questions, and then we're going to tell everyone how they can find you because now they're obsessed with you and they need to go buy your journal. And this episode, I think I have it coming out right around time. So that's great. Yeah. So we'll be right on time with that. Um, 
Okay. So we talked a little bit about style and fashion in the beginning of this. So what's your go-to like, okay, I have a big boss moment. I'm going to start this journal and I'm going to do it. And you're taking scary action. What is your like thing? Like, is it a color? Is it lipstick? Is it painting your fingernails? Like what's your way that you physically adorn yourself to tell yourself that like, I am a big bad bitch and I am going to do this and it's going to be amazing. (laughs) Oh my God. So many things since I love everything. Um, I love, you know, hair, the hair has to look a certain way. Um, I love black. So wearing something black just, just gives me so much confidence and then having a full on makeup face that just gives me so much confidence and then having you know um just some pretty accessories and uh and obviously some good shoes Mm -hmm. that's always a great conversation and that just makes me feel like so confident and um yeah I love that. So I guess it's everything. (laughs) Yeah everything but I love what you said about shoes how they make great conversation because I think That's something I really, really will like want to just like scream from the the rooftops is that we can really use our style to build authentic connections and meet people that resonate. Because if you say, oh my God, Clarita, I like your shoes. Like now it's like, oh, she likes something that's mine. Now we immediately have established a common ground of something that like we have in common. So I love that. All right. What's, um, I have one other question. What's your boss babe resource? Like what's the thing like book, podcast that everyone should go listen besides this one? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh my God. There's so many tools that I have in my toolbox that have that have really um, up-leveled my life in so many ways, from an emotional to a physical to everything. And um I don't know. I just can't pick one, but I would say that choose one that that you like. And one of the ones that uh, have really up leveled my life um, when it comes to books. And again, there's just so many I can. It's like saying who inspire you. And there's so oh. many people that inspire me. But um, for a podcast, um, Sean Stevenson is the health model show. Mm-hmm. Um, Sean is just such an amazing um, resource when it comes to health, to overall health. Um, and he, one of the things that I like about him is that he can talk about complicated uh, topics and really explain it in a really simple way that you and I can understand. So I think uh, when it comes to podcasts, uh, the model uh, health show, which is Sean Stevenson, is just the podcast to listen to. That's awesome. That's a gift, I think, taking like really big things and being able to boil it down. So that's yeah, that's a talent of him, of his. And it sounds like yours too, like helping women take those simple, actionable steps and building really habits. This is amazing. How can everybody find you and um, connect with you more, learn more about you? Yeah, um, you can listen to my podcast every single Friday. Um, and then I have a podcast. Well, not a podcast. It's the same podcast, but I release also a Spanish episode the last Friday of each month. 
in the name of the podcast is The Clarita Escalante Show. You can listen to it anywhere you hear, you listen to a podcast. And then you can learn more about me by visiting at my website, which is claritaescalante.com. And that's also where um, the journal is going to be available in all of the free resources that I have um, available for everyone. Awesome. And on Instagram, and I will put all of this in the show notes so everyone can get to you super easy and buy that journal. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. I really, really enjoyed myself. Oh, thank you so much for having me. Thank you. I enjoyed it. Thank you. Hey, lady, before you leave, I wanted to remind you that my mission is to support you reach your highest potential through style. When we are aligned with our style, everything becomes easier and it's been proven that we actually even make more money. How fucking amazing is that? Let's crush your 2022 goals together and create your biggest, baddest life ever. Let me take away 100% of the anxiety and dread of what to wear after you've booked that big client, booked that big workshop, or have booked that big conference that you've been dreaming of. So whether you want to unlock your signature style, you want ongoing support, Or maybe finally 2022 is a year that you're going to do that branding photo shoot that you've been putting off. I can help you. Book your free consult today. See if we're a good fit over at katiejuststyle.com backslash connect or hit your girl up on the gram. Send me a DM. I'll send you that link directly or we can start the conversation there at Katie Allen Stylist. All right, boo. I won't talk to you later. Bye.